0: Well, hello everybody and welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream. I'm your dream coach Barry Miracle and we are about to get on to what I call the Room of Revelation, actually the Road of Revelation. I do videos where I drive down the road and and uh, just release revelation uh, and you can you can see some of those actually on my website at www.barrymiracle.ca or wakeupintoyourdream.com. Uh, but I believe that as I'm sitting in the studio today and releasing this to you on this day, January 25th, or you might be listening another time, I'm sitting in what I believe will be the room of revelation. And I just release the gift of a revelation to you today, the spirit of revelation that would come upon you and that you would hear what the spirit of God is wanting to speak to you today. A revelation came to me today that I speak oftentimes um When I'm speaking over my son, Brandon, and his wife, uh, Alicia, I call forth the word of God that was planted on the inside of them to begin to bear fruit. And you could do that over your children as well. But then the Lord, you know, just kind of nudged me and said, they're all of them is made by my word. You can speak to their beings to just begin to operate in the word of God. Now they're doing great. So don't hear what I'm not saying, (laughs) but, um, I believe that everything was created, the spiritual, the physical realm, the angels, you and me, and everything that we love in this realm, uh, created by a word and is held together by that same spoken word that Jesus Christ spoke into existence before time, before there was anything. He was nowhere in the midst of nothing Dreaming about you and dreaming about this very day, and how I am coming before you in in this revelation. So anyway, uh, let's get into this episode. We're on a series, and I'm on part two of of the power of prayer, and it's called preacting so you don't react. Preact so you don't react, and this is very very important, especially in the in the climate of which we are in. Uh, I say that the Lord has me on a short leash, and that's not negative at all, it, and, and he, he, he have, I'm short-sighted in this season because he wants me to be on a need-to-know basis, and I'm coming to him and just staying clear so that I can hear, so that I can pray, obey, and then slay. Um, so this is what our, our goal is is to stay in communication. So we gotta preact and and uh before react, but just quickly before I get into the episode today, I just want to share just just briefly about last week. So last week I presented and I and I was a I was a little bit hard on my spiritual sons and daughters. And if you're listening to this podcast, um that's good because you should be. <laughs> but um hear this. I love you so I will tell you the truth. And I want to tell you and I love you all and I want to tell you the truth. It's really really important to repent all the way through. Don't just you're not just going to get by in this season by, you know, saying sorry and not doing and following through with what you you know you need to. But you can't do it without a grace to repent. So I release to you. And if you can receive this right now, say I receive. Come on, say it. I receive the grace to repent right now in Jesus' mighty name. I need a grace to repent. I find myself saying that at least a couple times every day because I want to make sure that my wineskin is ready, that I have the oil to handle the stretching, that I am able to spread abroad and lengthen my cords and I'm able to strengthen my pegs and be the covering and be the answer with the solutions able to be delivered from my life in this season where I'm about to abound in my fields. And so it's harvest time, baby. It's time for us to get up out of our despair, get up out of that pit, get up out of that place, get up out of that past and begin to go in and dominate. It's not time to escape, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to dominate. So what we are doing though, is we are allowing God's grace to come upon us and so that we can repent all the way through so that we are not found lacking uh when the when the day of his power comes. In the day of his power, he said that my my children of the kingdom will be volunteers. In the day of, of my power, my children will be volunteers. And we need to have that volunteer type heart, and we need to voluntarily fall on the rock so that the rock does not eventually fall upon us. So I want to get you ready. And one of the best things I can ever do for you is to help you in your prayer life, the power of prayer. And you're going to, you're going to begin to see how important it is to have that devotional life. Um, so once again, I just want to say this to you, it's not time to escape your problems. It's time to dominate and that God has given you the power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the works of the evil one, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So what does that mean? (laughs) I'll tell you, we can be walking in obedience in the worst, most difficult places and be just as snug as a bug in a rug because we are in the obedience of God doing what he's called us to do, and that is your most powerful place. So don't back up and don't sit down and don't shut up just because there's problems around. It's time to dust yourself up, get up, arise and shine and let the glory of God out of you. And that's what I want to teach you today, because this this is the subtitle. Are you ready? You need to preact in the presence so you don't react in the world. This is what I'm trying to get you to do. This is my goal for the next several weeks is to teach you how to preact in the present, preact in prayer so that you don't react in the world. Because I am going to give you keys today that you're going to be able to walk out of your house and to your job or to your school or to your spheres of influence or to the marketplace and you will be clothed with a robe of righteousness. Now, what is a robe of righteousness? It is an every, righteousness is righteousness, but I want to tell you, in the midst of you putting on your righteousness, you will put on a suitable suit and a mantle for that day, even like an an astronaut will put on a suit before he goes into an environment where he can't typically breathe that would kill him. I want to tell you after today, you you will be able to leave your house clothed with the glory of God. You will be able to leave your house with the very mantle and the suitable suit that you will need so that when you are out in the midst of the toxicity, you will still be breathing heaven. Come on now. The breath of heaven longs to sustain you and you can feast in the midst of your enemies and release grace to repent to them Right in the valley of the shadow of death and right in that problem, right in that pain and all the other issues that are trying to contain and control you, guess what, ladies and gentlemen, you've been promised that the ability to have victory wherever you go and you've been promised to be able to feast in the midst of your enemies and you just need to sit down and just think about what that means to feast in the midst of your enemies. What does it mean to be able to have victory wherever you go? I want to tell you, if you pre-act in the presence, in the midst of your powerful prayer times, and you say, well, I don't feel powerful all the time when you pray, that can change. That will change with consistency. You need to know that consistency and persistency is the funnel in which God brings the quality of life. You need to be persistent and consistent in 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 the and i 'm getting ahead of myself a little bit, but you need to hear this in Luke chapter eleven just before he teaches the, his disciples how to pray. he says Jesus was always found in a certain place." There's a certain place. God knows you because you're always in a certain place. The enemy knows and follows and tracks and and knows your algorithms and is tracking you. But I want to tell you, God is also tracking you and he knows the certain place and he is able to funnel to you the goodness and the resources because you are found in that certain place and you need to have a certain place where you pray and give supplication uh, and, and your prayers with thanksgiving and allow God to clothe you with the Lord Jesus Christ himself. So today's episode is on pre-acting in the presence so you don't react in the world. And the architect of your dream has already set up a daily maintenance program for you so that you can live the most victorious, complete life. So what does victory look like? Uh, Victory looks like a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And I want to tell you, here's the truth about the kingdom of God. This is kingdom victory. Was I obedient? Because my job is to go about my day and sow and water. My job is not to expect the outcome. The, The expected outcome of what I'm sowing for or watering into is not my victory. The outcome will be wonderful, will be glorious. It will be whatever my God wants it to be. I am not stifled, and I'm not shocked, and I'm not disappointed, or I'm not elated by the outcome. The outcome is just the outcome. Because when you sow and you water, there will be a harvest. But I want my God to decide when, what, and where I receive that harvest. I give him that privilege because he has that. That is who he are. He says, you water, you sow, you water, but I will bring the increase. He is all about the increase. And I want to tell you, he is all about increase. He is all about fruit, more fruit, much fruit, and that your fruit would remain this is life ladies and gentlemen this is what it's all about just be obedient at the end of the day when you're looking in your mirror, in the mirror and you're brushing your teeth and you can look right into your one eye because you can't look at, at the same time I tried, you, you gotta go back and forth but, but anyway you need to look in that mirror and say this from the bottom of your heart I was obedient to my calling, to my dream to my purpose, to my family to my God. If I was obedient, I was successful. This is how you measure success. And I want to tell you, here's a key scripture that you can never forget. And it's Psalms 27, 8. And this is the AMPC translation. And it has everything to do with what we are talking about today. So once again, pre-acting in his presence so i do not react in the world there's so much that is at stake there's so much available uh there's so much that we need each and every day to fulfill the dream of god so you need to know the power of presence and and god is trying to uh, highlight this to you today through this scripture. Are you ready? Psalms 27, 8 says, you have said, seek my face, inquire for, and require my presence as your vital need. My heart says to you, your face, your presence, Lord, will I seek, inquire for, and require of necessity and on the authority of your word. Chew! can you hear the word of the Lord today? Isn't that powerful? It says, inquire for and require my presence as your vital need. If you have any idea of what the presence does, this scripture is trying to tell you it's a vital need. It is more vital than you eating. It's more vital than you drinking a coffee. I know that's a big deal. Hear the word of the Lord today though. <laughs> you need to know that it's greater than you going to work. It's greater than you going to school. It's greater than than anything. It's it, the vital need. When a nurse a nurse it, check somebody in the hospital as a patient they're looking for their vital signs that's that's all about life i want to tell you his presence coming upon you and you fostering the presence i cannot stress it strong enough that you must live a life of manifesting the presence of god through a devoted prayer life every day. Not every 3 days, not every week, not when you're just in trouble. And people are wondering why is the power of God not manifesting in my life like it is in somebody else's life? It's because they have put the time in. They've, they they am, am I saying that that you know, it's all about works? No, it's not. You go to heaven for free. Hear what I'm saying, not what I'm not saying. The gift of God is eternal life, and He purchased that for you so that you will have eternal life, which is knowing the Father and knowing the Son for eternity. This is what eternal life is, and you you need to know what it is. Not it's not just escaping hell. It's not just escaping the problems. It's not just, it's not your ticket or your insurance. It is actually coming into a relationship, eternal life. This is what we're talking about. Okay, uh, I'm getting a little too pumped up here. Let let me get back to focusing on what I'm trying to present to you today. The the whole purpose is every day to start your day out with seeking the Lord. Uh, Matthew 6.33 says, Seek ye first. The Kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added we do not put enough weight upon manifesting the very presence of God his presence I can I want first of all you need to know that you can stir up the gift within you and you can call forth the kingdom of God and you can manifest his presence, and abide in his presence, and be clothed with the glory, and you can breathe oxygen of heaven right out into the world with all of its toxicity, and you will not be affected if you will spend the time putting in with the presence of the Lord. So this is where we're going over the next several weeks, but the beginning of, of the prayer and, and even in, in the book of Luke, I'm turning there right now, and Luke chapter 11, uh, it says, verse one, now it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place. So it begins, so we're teaching, I'm teaching you how uh, to pray. This, this is, I'm, I'm teaching you, the Lord has taught me for 20 plus years, how to pray um, successfully. The Bible speaks about, and I'm going to talk about effective prayer. The the prayers of a righteous man availeth much. So there are ther- certain things you can do, and certain ways you can pray. And I thought, and, and and you're going to say to me, or you're going to think, well, I, I just thought I could just you know throw out and just talk to him like like he's my friend. And you can do that. Do that throughout the day. But there are certain things that God, Jesus Christ Himself, the one that called everything into existence. The one that came and died for you, I'm I'm talking to you about what he did and told us how to pray so that we can set the trajectory of our day. We need to every morning refocus our gaze upon the Lord and be filled with his presence so that our days will be determined by our gaze. And what we are looking at is the first thing you do is pick up your phone and begin to page through Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or whatever. You may be watching this and you're saying, what in the world is that? Because you're watching this several years down the road. And you might be saying, what in the world Facebook? And I'm saying, well, the metaverse or whatever they want to call it. Are you just getting caught up with the spirit of the world and what the world is doing? Or are you recalibrating your mind, refocusing your eyes and your gaze, and you're looking upon the Lord Jesus Christ through prayer? And this is what it says, and this is what I'm teaching you today. Now it came to pass, Luke chapter 11, verse 1 now it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place there's a certain place there there is a tradition that is not wrong there are traditions that are not wrong we just say we want to get rid of the traditions of man yes we want to get rid of the traditions of man but we still want the traditions of god jesus it was known and he was it was his tradition The Bible says to go to the synagogue. It was his tradition to be found in a certain place. Now that can be a place uh, in the spirit, but it also is a place where he would be, he would go to the mountains, he would go to the desert, he would go onto the water, and he would begin to seek the Lord in a certain place. There are certain places that will bring you certainty. There's consistency and persistency are the power twins set at your victory. Amen. So when he was in a certain place, when he ceased, that one of the disciples said to him, and I was was just wondering who that disciple was. Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. And he said to them, this is what Jesus said. Somebody say the red say, I love the red. Uh, Larry Lee used to say, read the red and pray for the power. Do not let anybody discourage you from the gospels. The gospels are, and I'm going to go out uh, and and I'm going to get criticized for this, but I'm going to say it anyway. The gospels are the most important books in the Bible. But I thought it was all the word of God. It is all the word of the God, all the word of God. But I want to tell you, I'm not a student of of Job. I'm not a student of, of even Jeremiah. I'm not a student of Abraham, even though I've been grafted into the line in the covenant of Abraham. I am not of Apollos and I'm not of Paul. Can you hear me, saints? I'm not of Apollos and I'm not of Paul. I will follow Paul in the scriptures all the way through to his leading back to the Christ. I follow and I'm a disciple of Christ. Christ Jesus, by the way. Ladies and gentlemen, this thing is all about the Christ, Jesus, the the son of God, the one that became flesh and dwelt among us. Believe it or not, it's not all about Paul. Paul was great. Paul is a son of God. Paul saw Jesus. Paul was called by Jesus. But Paul ain't Jesus. Jesus is Jesus. Stay as much as you can in the Gospels. Read the red and pray for the power. And say, Jesus said, come on. I feel the anointing. He said in verse 2, so he said to them, When you pray, say, ah, you need to hear this. You want to manifest the power of God? You need to understand that everything is voice activated. You need to understand that there's power in your praise. There's deliverance in your declaration. There's victory in your voice. And if the enemy can't keep your sound down, he cannot keep you shackled. Your sound destroys and and absolutely unlocks people from their shackles. You feel like you're shackled it's because you're not releasing your sound. If you release release your sound consistently, you will be set free in every way from anyone's control, not only in your spirit but also in your body and in your mind. It's all about you releasing the words of God that you came into this realm. Every word in the Holy Spirit as you speak in your other tongue, as you speak in your heavenly language, you're releasing the kingdom of God. Those are words that you came here on purpose. When you got baptized in the Holy Spirit and you began to speak in other tongues, that was released from you. They were already there. That tongue was already waiting for you to just release it. It's all about releasing revelation into this realm through the gate of your mouth. When you pray, you gotta say it. And he said, Well, I, I kind of just believe I'm a quiet person. Timidity is a sin. I'm not saying being quiet isn't good. I'm not saying even being somebody that is is not as uh, has a strong uh, of a personality as me. I'm not saying that you have to be like this, but I'm telling you, you cannot bow and keep your mouth shut. And then you might think, well, I, I, I do silent prayers in my head. I don't know about that. I don't. I I a silent prayer. I think is a meditation. Hear what I'm saying, not what I'm not saying. You must meditate on the word of God. You must meditate on the goodness of the Lord. I do this. I think about him. I think about his promises. I think, but they're not prayers. Those are meditations and you need to meditate. But when you want to see something manifested like the presence of God or your harvest or the fruitfulness coming out of your life, you have to say it. Jesus said, the red said, when you pray, you gotta say. The most common word in the original Greek for prayer is is the word prosyukomahi. So prosyukomahi, prosyukomahi. That is the most uh, common word in the New Testament of what it is to pray and it means to in." And it means bringing an invocation, a request, or entreaty. In the King James Version, it's mentioned 90 times. In the New American Standard Version, it's mentioned um, 87 times, almost three times more than any other word describing prayer in the New Covenant, in the New Testament, sorry. So, excuse me. I don't know how much further I'm going to get, but I remember praying one day. And um, I'm saying to the Lord and I'm, you know, getting to my time, end, of, end of my prayer time. And I say, so far, so good. God, I've done pretty good. I'm, I haven't gossiped. I'm, I haven't lost my temper. I haven't been greedy, grumpy, nasty, selfish, or over in in any area of my life. I've had a pretty spectacular moments this day and I'm I'm really quite proud of myself Lord God and I'm really glad about that but Father God in the name of Jesus I'm about to get out of bed and from then on I'm probably going to need your help a lot more <laughs> Come on, give me a high five somewhere or heart or whatever you do or on on your podcast world. <laughs> okay, dad jokes are awesome and don't believe the lies of the devil. Um, but that's the way we kind of throw up a lot of hail marys. Um, this is obviously a joke, um, but it might be a little bit more real, and and it might be something that. We need to really examine our lives about these Hail Marys. God wants you to be intentional. God wants you to be able to, to on purpose, with diligence, be effective in this world. You are an answer being delivered and you are, are filled with solutions for your spheres of influence that need to be released and you can only release them if you speak them this is why I'm coming to you today you need to to uh manifest the presence and I and I'm probably going to have to you know come on here and and share even another podcast about what it is to manifest and how he structured you know the prayer that he taught his disciples to when he, when he said, when you pray, say. And the very first thing he says to them, after he says to them, uh, when you pray, say. The next thing he says in verse 2 is, of Luke chapter 11. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Why does he start, start right there on hallowed be your name? He, he says, you got to say this. you got to praise this. you got to speak this. You got to decree and declare my greatness in the world. This so the Lord's prayer, ladies and gentlemen, is greater than just uh, a simple prayer. Um, it's it it actually has formulated our dogmas, has formulated our theologies, has formulated our doctrine, and has formulated our liturgy. Why do you think we start off with praise and worship before we do anything else in a service? And don't, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not telling you how to run your services, but don't recreate the wheel or don't fix something that ain't broke. Jesus said, Start this way. Start praising your God. Start praising the Father in heaven. Lift up the name of Father. Talk about the greatness of His name, and begin to enter into His courts with thanksgiving, and into uh, sorry into His gate through His gates with thanksgiving, and into His courts with praise. I want to tell you, prayer has to do with worship. Prayer has to do with praise. If you if you don't do anything else your morning before you get about your Day, you need to do one thing set the temperature by praising Him and glorifying and lifting Him up and making Him Lord and worshiping your Father in heaven. And when you do, you will begin to shift the atmosphere and the presence all around you, and you will allow and unlock the fountains of living water. I want to encourage you today, ladies and gentlemen, when you wake up in the morning, do not grab your phone unless it's opening to the Bible. Do not open up your phone unless it's opening up to a confession or a declaration according to the Word of God. Give God your first fruits every day. Give God those moments that you can spend time in His presence so that you can be clothed with the very glory of God so that you will pre-act in the presence and so you do not react in the world. The world is trying to get Get your focus. But if your gaze is upon the glory of the Lord, if your gaze is upon the goodness of the Lord, if your gaze is upon the promises of the Lord, if your gaze start off by refocusing upon the Lord, your days will be victorious every day. You do not have to go down and defeat not one single day. That's what Catherine Kuhlman said, and I believe it. Ladies and gentlemen, I didn't even get a tenth of what I wanted to get in today. So I'll be coming back to you and picking up where we left off about our Father in heaven. Hallowed be your name. And we're gonna I'm gonna talk more about manifesting the presence so you don't you don't react because you already preacted. There needs to be the preamble. You need to have a prequel. You need to have you need to be remembered and put back together according to the will of God in the mets, in the midst of the presence and the glory of the Father. My God, please, when you're done, this mark mark five stars and share this because people need to hear a now word, and this will rescue, this will save, this will deliver, this will this will help people avoid pitfalls in the future. I'm telling you, this. If you'll just apply these things to your life, your life will change, and that for the better. Love you all. So once again, please make this podcast go viral. These words need to get out. These teachings need to get into the populace. Uh, We need to establish the kingdom. We need to, to allow our Father, to get his dream in its fullness. This is why I'm on here. Once again, you've heard me say this before, but I'm on here. I'm encouraging you. I'm not making money on here. I'm not... I, I, <laughs> I don't make one cent off of this. I have some people that sponsored, gave me money. I guess not sponsored, but they gave me money so that I could sew it into this. But I'm not making money. I am on here solely for one purpose, for God to receive the fullness of his dream by you coming into the fullness of yours. This is Barry Miracle. This is wake up into your dream. And I have been your dream coach believing that you will fulfill the divinely designed dream that God purposed for your life to live out in this realm. I love you guys and we'll talk to you next week. Bye for now. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future, and uh, you can just connect with us then. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.